Thursday morning. Now, let's turn next to the idea of a broadcasting charge. Pat Rabbit, the Minister for Communications, floated this one yesterday. It's going to apply to every house in the country, all because about 15% of consumers are currently not paying the TV licence fee, and that results in a €25 million loss in revenue for poor old RTE. But if our methods of watching TV have moved away from the box in the corner of the room and quite often away from RTE, why is it fair that everybody would have to pay this charge? Pat Rabbit, the communications minister, seems to be very forthright in his thoughts on this one. He was on News Talk Breakfast earlier. Well, the programme for government committed that we would examine this question of uh, moving away from the television licence to uh, a broadcasting, a public service broadcasting charge. Uh, The fact of the matter is that uh, developments in technology uh, has uh, meant that more and more people are watching uh, or accessing uh, television content, but not through the tradi- not in the traditional way. In addition to that, there's a significant evasion problem, estimated somewhere between 14 and 18 percent, or a loss of 25 million in revenue. Uh, and uh, that uh, we should follow the pattern in other member states where they're moving to a, a broadcasting charge that um, you know uh, will be will be will be directed at every household. Yeah, I'm all in favour of examining the question of the TV licence because it is an outdated concept and I'm all in favour of a public service broadcasting charge being introduced but should all of the money that's raised from this from every household, regardless of whether they have a TV or not, should it be funneled into RTE when there are many other independent broadcasters out there that are providing a public service like ourselves here in Newstalk and the likes of TV3. David McRedmond, the chief executive of TV3, gave us his view here to Newstalk. None of us get any money from the licence fee. RTE and TG Cahar get the licence fee. So, you know, for, if anybody wants to watch TV3 anyway, they have to pay a fee to RTE. Now, uh, we can argue uh, all day and all night about the inequities of the system. We're not going to change that. That's how government funds RTE. Um, I, I think there's no doubt there'd be a bit of an outcry if, if, you, <laughs> if you're just somebody who just have a television and you happen to own a laptop or you happen to own an iPad and suddenly now you're going to have to face a charge uh, to watch RTE, which, which you probably don't watch. Uh, I think that's a real issue. Uh, we hope to get RTE's side of this a little bit later in the programme, but Harry Brown, lecturer in journalism and DIT, is on the line. Good afternoon to you, Harry. Hi, Jonathan. This broadcasting charge idea, it, it, it's not necessarily a new one, but um, could we miss a trick here if all the money just still goes back into RTE? Well, uh, at the moment, it's not quite all the money. There is 5% of the licence fee uh, goes to uh, what's known as the Sound and Vision Scheme, which is overseen by the Broadcasting Authority, and broadcasters other than RTE uh, or or indeed TG Carr are, are in a position to apply for particular projects to do under that scheme. But it certainly is the case that the, ma- the vast amount of it does go to RTE. It's interesting to me because it, it seems that uh, this, this uh, so- sort of announcement, as it is, because we don't really have a proposal yet, we just have a, a kind of a plan, has opened that very kind of worms that you mentioned. Uh, and, and it could lead to real questions about the role and value of a public service broadcaster such as RTE uh, and of public service broadcasting that goes on outside RTE, I, one would almost suspect that that may be what, uh, what the government has in mind. I mean, this was, after all, in the Fine Gael manifesto uh, before the election, before it turned up in the program for government. So mm. it, it seems to me that uh, the possibility of, of 
re-examining the question of who exactly gets the license fee or whatever it's going to be called now, the the, uh, the revenue from the broadcasting charge, will absolutely be on the table. Well, we're trying to clarify exactly who would get and benefit from this broadcasting well, it's, charge. Well, it it's not written up yet. Yeah. And I think, you know, as, as uh, Pat Rabbit says, this is a, a move that is happening in various places around Europe. Um, and the, six years ago, the, the uh, British government published a white paper that proposed a, a, a charge like this. Mm. And in theory, the British license fee does have to be paid by people who watch live television on any device, be it a, a laptop or a, or a mobile phone. Okay, so they're slightly ahead of the curve on this one. I mean, ju- just in relation to that well, that's sound... just in theory. Yeah, yeah. that sound envision fund, by the way, the 5%, it doesn't necessarily go to broadcasters like us here in Newstalk RTV3. It goes to independent producers. That's right, independent content producers, goes out, yes. Um, on, on a station such as our own. But, Harry, when we look at it, how much of a shift has there been in people who decide to watch their television, uh, for the want of a better expression, on a laptop or on their iPads or whatever? And is there any way of uh, deciding or policing whether they're watching RTE, Sky or whatever? Well, of course there is potentially a way of knowing what everyone is watching. I mean, uh, RTE could, for example, uh, make its online uh, material available only to people who are uh, subscribers, as it were, people who can show that they've paid uh, a charge, for example, and they could meter it that way. But they know already how many hits they get on their site. It would seem to me that in this country, I'd, uh, it, it's obviously a generational thing. I would think the numbers are probably in the tens of thousands rather than lower or higher than that of people who are exclusively uh, getting televisual content through a mobile device or a, or a computer of some sort. Connor but Lynch is the Managing Director of socialmedia.ie. He's on the line as well. Connor, can you give us an indication of uh, how many tech-savvy people are out there that don't have a TV anymore and just use uh, online content instead? Um, I agree with um, the last speaker that since say tens of thousands, but growing fast and people are, I suppose you break it up into content creation, content distribution and then content consumption. So uh, consumption is changing on, it's on TV, laptops, smartphones, um, iPads. People are watching it when they want, where they want, how they want. They, wanna, they don't want to pay. People generally don't want to pay. Um, and we just have to keep putting money back into RT who create programs that we generally don't want to watch. Um, and that's, that is the big problem. That is, that's why Pat Rabbit is trending on Twitter today, is that uh, people are, are people annoyed. <laughs> that the most popular programs in this country are uh, on RTE. I mean, this, this notion that, that the people of this country don't want to watch RTE or don't want to use the RTE website. The RTE website is the most popular website in Ireland, and, and RTE television stations produce what are consistently the most popular programs in the country. So it's something of an exaggeration to say that uh, uh, certainly there, there are probably people who fall into that category, but there have always been TV license payers who fall into sure. the category of, I never watch RTE, yeah. and yet I have to pay the license. Yeah, I suppose the license fee, the total figure is about $160 million for the year. Just, they're trying to, this is all about trying to find the extra, find the, the other $25 million. It's cost them $12 million to try and get the whole amount of money in. So 160 million divided by the good programs and good content that they produce. So it means very, very expensive content in an era when content is getting cheaper and cheaper to produce. So for, I, I, I would be arguing that they should try and shave maybe 50, 60 million off that and then have 100 million towards public service content and then save save this money. That's why people are annoyed is that um, they're not trying to get better value, better content, just, just trying to find more money for RTE. 
Well, I, I think that that's uh, I think that that's a, a fair complaint that people have about RT, and the timing for RT is not great, given that we've been talking a lot recently about the salaries of top people there, given that RT has recently had a, a very embarrassing scandal in terms of uh, even one of its best programs, Prime Time Investigation. But that's the point. I was going to raise that point with you, that there's a lot of good stuff comes out of RT. I mean, apart from that, Prime Time Investigates, which obviously um, landed them in incredibly hot water for, for all the right reasons insofar as they libeled somebody. But other programs that have come from that stream have been very successful. RTE News provides a public service remit, but no more so than other programming in other outlets. So could Pat Rabbit, Harry Brown, turn around and say, right, well, we need to spread the pot around a little bit here to make sure the stations like News Talk and TV3 and all the other independent broadcasters that they get their fair share for what essentially is the same kind of output? Well, I think there's an argument about whether it's the same kind of output, but I think that that's exactly the kind of worms that's been opened. And I think that uh, I'm not sure what Pat Rabbit's view will be on this or what the rest of the government's view, including the Fine Gael side, uh, will be on this. I think there's a lot of questions that we have to ask about this now. For instance, the TV license uh, is, a, is a regressive tax. Everybody pays the same amount. Uh, should that continue to be the case, or can that be revisited? On the other hand, most of us pay a lot more money to... A lot of us pay a lot more money to UPC or to Sky or to Aircom uh, for the internet, and we you're don't not advocating we that. go back to the time when you had a different license for a black and white television and a color <laughs> no, television. I used, to, I used to have one of those. I remember it well. <laughs> and but also we've got a situation where there are massive inequalities across the country in terms of what people can get uh, through their broadband. For instance, if you're if you're one of the unfortunate people who's served by the national broadband scheme, uh, you get you know slow uh, downloads and uh, limits, uh, low monthly limits on the amount that you can take. So you're not really going to be able to watch an awful lot of television through that. So to charge a a universal charge for a service that isn't universal is really uh, an, another issue. Like finally, Conor Lynch, to you, um, the idea of how they're going to tackle this is um, like they're going to try and find out every household in the country. We know from the household charge that that's not exactly easy to do. So, I mean, logistically, it's going to be difficult for them to do this. Um, I think so. I think they really should uh, stick to what, what's currently in place and focus on um, the, some of the bigger problems. They're only going to try and find 25 million. It's opened up a can of worms. They should really be trying to bring costs down in order to get better value for money and, uh, try, and, and, and try not to bring and introduce uh, tax on information. Tax on information in the information age is actually crazy. So um, I think they should uh, try and work with, work with the technologists and people in digital media and try and help them create jobs, not not have this regressive um, approach. Okay, Connor Lynch, Managing Director of Social Media.ie, Harry Brown from uh, Dublin Institute of Technology. Gentlemen, thank you both very much for joining us. Let us know your thoughts on this proposed broadcasting charge. Is it fair that people that don't have a TV or the minority that don't watch any RTE output or perhaps a limited RTE output, should they be made pay it as well uh, just because they are a household? Let us know. 53106 is the number for your text messages. Lunchtime at newstalk.ie is our email address. Coming up next, the sixth best hotel in the world is in Ireland. It's in County Kerry. We'll tell you which one next.